This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. When it comes to rankings, let's go to the number one guy when it comes to props. He is a player prop analyst for PicksWise, also host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network. I'm talking about Bobby Stanley, a.k.a. Prop Holiday. Bobby, good morning to you. Are you a big Jeopardy guy, game show guy? Is there one that you like to play, you feel like you're good at, or am I just the one guy who's bad? I was never a Jeopardy guy, and ironically, I was a history major. I got a master's in public administration, so like U.S. history, world history, all that stuff is is right in my wheelhouse. But um, I'm usually a trivia night guy at the bar. I'm the good. I'm a good player on oh. a team for trivia night at the bar. That's the extent of my knowledge. I hear you. Whenever I play, whenever I play trivia at the bar, I feel like I'm good about two beers in. I peak, and then after that, the reaction time slows, and I see myself go from near the top to at the bottom because I'm, like, spending 20 seconds trying to answer some sort of basic question. So let's talk a little props here, a question that we know you're going to have an answer to, which is what is your favorite receiving yardage prop for Sam Laporta, I see? This is... This is a Sam Laporta appreciation play because he's not getting okay. enough love so far in the season amongst the rookies. I I want to so as far as rookie tight ends, the last rookie tight end to win offensive rookie of the year um, was Rob Gronkowski. Before that, it was Mike Ditka. So this is not very common to see this level of play from a tight end. No, I'm not suggesting that he's going to win offensive rookie of the year. I think C.J. Stroud kind of has that with a bow on it. But this guy is top four in targets, top four in receptions second in yards, and he's tied for first with Kelsey for touchdowns for tight ends. He's a top five tight end in the NFL right now. Now, this number seems disrespectfully low, and I think it's an overreaction to this Baltimore defense. This Baltimore defense has been, oh, my God, so awesome through the first seven weeks. Well, I question the validity of that defense. They get C.J. Stroud in week one, first game he's ever played. They get a hobbled Joe Burrow, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Gardner Minshew, Kenny Pickett, and a Tannehill-Malik Willis mix over in London I'm not sold on the Baltimore Ravens defense this week and it's going to be a little bit windy up the eastern seaboard it's not going to be any rain on Sunday but a little bit windy I think Laporta you can make the case is the wide receiver one in this offense certain weeks now there's there's no David Montgomery last week he goes out early Jared Goff throws a season high 44 times um, this is four catches for Laporta. He's averaging 11.2 yards per catch. So I'm playing the over 41 and a half, and I have, I've been having some success with these alt lines. Uh, I'm taking 50 plus at plus 145. I'm taking 75 plus at plus 475, but you're going to bring that unit size down when you go up the ladder. Yeah, I saw you hit a good one on Alvin Kamara last night. Alvin Kamara had a huge game, right. and I believe it was you, right? Didn't you have that, the ladder? Yeah. It was me. I went, I gave out his ladder prop. So for those who don't know, um, mm-hmm. if you like over four and a half receptions, which was his standard line, I gave that out for one unit. And then I said, let's tinker with these alt line receptions. I think that O line is really bad. It's going to be nothing but dump offs. Um, six plus receptions, seven plus receptions. I played it all the way up to nine. And I brought, again, I brought the unit size down. So you're at about a third of a unit by the time you get to nine plus receptions, but it was plus 1225. I think he finished the game with 11 receptions. So it was a, it was a good Thursday night football for me. Yeah. So you're up some going into the weekend, which is always a great feeling before we get to your next prop. I got to ask you about Cooper cup. Uh, Cause you're a Rams fan, mm-hmm. you know, a lot about the Rams and Cooper cup has been 
matchup proof, like over the course of his career, it seems like doesn't matter what defense he's facing and what the number is. He has the capability of going over it, but his prop this week, I think is 90 and a half, which always makes me squirm when you see a number that high. But here's the thing about the Steelers defense. They have allowed some monster games to opposing receivers. I believe Nico Collins had like 168. Uh, Devontae Adams had a huge game against them as well. Would you take an over on Cooper Cup, or is this probably a no play because the number is too high? It's it's funny you bring it up. I was talking to uh, my buddy Brad Thomas over at NBC Sports. He's playing Tyreek Hill over 95 and a half receiving yards. And the first thing I said to him is, Jesus Christ, that's high, man. We're we're entering Justin Jefferson territory when you're seeing mm-hmm. numbers that high. Now, can he hit over 90 and a half? Yes. It's with Cooper Cup, I think the this the issue you're scared is is he gonna finish the game? He's an injury prone yeah. guy. He's he's missed games, I think, every single season of his career, with the exception of one. Um, but when you're betting player props, that that's just something you have to you have to swallow. Um I like his matchup this week for the exact reason you said. The Steelers have been giving up wide receiver one crazy numbers all season. Um, and, and I do think he's going to get Joey Porter Jr. in defense, who had a, a couple nice plays against Odell Beckham last week. But um, I would play it at 90 and a half. I wouldn't go a full unit on it. I would pivot, if anything, to a guy like Puka Nakua, who his lines have come down significantly since Cup has been back. But those two guys are still jockeying one and two for target share. And the Rams are throwing the ball a ridiculous amount of time. So I think if you could get Puka Nakua over 64 and a half, there's a little bit more value there than saying a Cooper Cup at 90 and a half. We're talking with Bobby Stanley, a.k.a. Prop Holiday, player prop analyst for picks wise. Also check him out as host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network. All right, when I see a Russell Wilson prop, you have me intrigued just because of all the drama that's always surrounding him. So what are you going to do here? Jenks, this is a trend for me. This is something that I picked up late last season, carried it into this season. When I'm betting a QB rushing prop, it's very dependent on the opponent, but also what line are we working with? So I give this example. Teams that bring pressure equate to more rush attempts. When the play breaks Mm -hmm. down, quarterbacks take off. Now, I look at these numbers for Wilson throughout the season. He's hit this line twice. He did it against the Commanders. He had 53 yards. He did it against the Jets. He had 27 yards. Against the Chiefs last week, he had 13 yards, but he had four carries. What do all three of these teams have in common? Why am I bringing this up? They're all top 10 in the NFL in QB pressure percentage. Now, the Green Bay Packers, his opponent this week, lands eighth on that list. They're ninth overall in the NFL with five QB rush attempts per game. Bring that over to the number side of this. Russell Wilson averaging 6.4, uh, 6.5 yards per carry. Five rushes puts this over, uh, puts him over this mark with ease. He still has some juice left in those legs, and I think he's running for his job. Essentially, I'm running. I'm going against the public. A lot of the juice is on the under. I like teams that bring pressure, forcing QBs to to make a decision. Um, and I think Russ can he can pick up a 15 yard rush and then dink and dunk his way over this 23 and a half mark. So rolling with with, with Wilson on a trend I, I think is. Starting to shape into something I might play every week, depending on the matchup. Yeah, once upon a time, Russell Wilson was really good with his feet. Do we remember those days? It's crazy. It feels like a different quarterback. He used to be a really prolific rusher. Uh, So maybe he will go back to at least a shell of his former self. All right, so let's look at the rest of the slate. 
And you kind of touched on this one, but usually the way that I look at props is I start with the game that has the highest total. You think there's going to be a lot of offense. It's Dolphins-Eagles, though. And defensively, one would think the Eagles are a tough defensive matchup. Is this game worth a look when it comes to props? It definitely is. I mean, it's it's the Sunday night football game. It's a primetime matchup. You could, It's either this game or Chargers-Chiefs, you would say, is the game of the week. I'll go with this game as a non-divisional matchup. Um, the, the weakness of that Eagles defense is it's easily the secondary, without question. Mm-hmm. And they have some older guys in there. Maybe they get Darius Slay back. They're, they're covering the two fastest wide receivers in the league and probably the fastest running back in the league, you can make the case, with Mostert. So this could be a potential Super Bowl matchup, depending how you look at it. One prop that stood out to me, um, it's Tua to oh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Tago Viola. Tago Viola. Tua, we're going to, he's Sting. He's got one name. Tua, Nailed it. <laughs> um, is, <laughs> Tua is over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's minus 140. I do think he's going to get to that two to three mark with ease, but you're going to lay 40 cents of juice on it just to get there. So um, Tua over one and a half, and it's a Sunday night football game. I think that game should be explosive. Uh, and we already talked about Tyreek Hill at the top at 95 and a half. That one scares me a little bit just because it's so high. <laughs> this game should be fun, though. Bobby, before we let you go, we've got about three minutes here, so still some time. Any other thing yeah. on the board that you're looking at or even just a lean? Yeah. <sighs> Michael Mayer. Tight end. I had, guys, I'm loving, loving the rookies. Rookie tight end for the Raiders. He's seen his snap count go up every week over the last four weeks and if you're betting player props that's an awesome indicator if this guy's going to be involved his receiving yards is 20 and a half um the line just seems low he's averaging 14 and a half yards per reception this is two catches for him against a bears team ranked 27th overall in tight end targets 31st overall in tight end receptions per game so michael mayer rookie tight end out of notre dame for the las vegas raiders Two catches. Can he get two catches against this Bears defense? The line is low enough. That's a, that's a lean I'm pretty pretty high on. He is Bobby Stanley, known as Prop Holiday. Check him out as player prop analyst for PicksWise and host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network. Bobby, you always drop the knowledge. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Happy Friday. You bet. Happy Friday is right. <laughs> man, I'm so glad. It's fr- I started celebrating Friday on a Wednesday, Chelsea. <laughs> lovely Catherine and I went out, went out, went out on Wednesday, Wednesday. I swear to God. And then yesterday, it was about, I don't know, what was it, like 5 o'clock? And I'm just sitting around. I can't work out because it's cracked rib, and I'm just sitting around. And finally, I text, we texted, Catherine and I text each other at the same time. And we were like, do you want to go get a bottle of wine? She was like, yep. And I was texting you the exact same thing. So then we watched Jeopardy and baseball last night and we're going to do it again tonight. So I am definitely glad that Friday is here. Oh, we know you love Fridays every <laughs> single week. You act completely different on our Friday show. You said, Oh, it's Friday. We're <laughs> oh, going to have yeah. a great show today. Uh, then Monday rolls around and oh, old man Jenks rears his head. Uh, but Ooh. it's not Monday just yet. We will live in this Friday excellence. Yes, I'm still in my head. I'm still 25, even though my body's like, nope, you're 85. It's like I saw a guy wearing a shirt run time, and I would never wear a shirt like this because I'm not – so you know how sometimes someone will wear a shirt and it has some sort of phrase on it or some sort of saying that's cheeky. Like I would never wear a shirt mm-hmm. like that. That's just not my style. But I did see a guy, <laughs> and this is how I was like, I would never wear that shirt. But 
it's exactly how I feel. And this guy wore a shirt that, that, that said, he said, I can't believe I'm the same age as all of you old people. And I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. Like I'm old, but I don't feel old. And so I don't know. It's a real, it's a real pretzel that I always have to get my mind wrapped around. Jenks, I want to buy you a hoodie that has the sleepy time tea bear on it. And it says, it's my bedtime. That's the shirt I think of when I think of you. Well, you know what? Come Mondays, I'll start wearing that. That'll be a tradition here on the show. <laughs> sleepy time bear. <laughs> For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.